Yes, and it's time for the punter's segment. Movie of the week. And today, people, a film which, uh, well, when I saw it for the first time, I absolutely urinated myself. And so the <laughs> second time I watched it, I wore an a, a adult nappy. It's the 2006 classic, Borat. My name is Borat. I come from Kazakhstan. Can I say first, we support your war of terror. May we show our support to our boys in Iraq. May USA kill every single terrorist. May George Bush drink the blood of every single man, woman, and child of Iraq. Unbelievable. Liam Alexander, oh. on that note, welcome. Well, well you are, gentlemen. Ah, <laughs> yeah, uh, nice. Uh, Liam, my temptation in the first question is to ask you, could this movie be made now? But I hate that question. I would like to say, yes, it can, because it's comedy and it's parody. Um, did you cry laughing in this? Yeah, I think I'm the same as you. I think it's one of the best mockumentaries ever made. I think it's one of the funniest movies made since 2000, easily. I think, and it's also like a biting satire in so many ways. Like Borat's one of the most outrageous characters like ever put on film, but he actually makes a lot of the members of the American people that he's interviewing look crazier than he does. So <laughs> I think Sasha Baron Cohen's actually like this absurd genius. Liam, for people that haven't seen it, Talk us through the plot. <laughs> What's the plot? <laughs> uh, so the movie's about Borag, uh, Borat Sadziev. He's a TV reporter for a popular show in Kazakhstan as the country's leading journalist. So he's sent from his home country to America by his government to make a documentary about American society. But he quickly becomes more interested in locating and marrying Pamela Anderson. So <laughs> he begins a, a, a cross-country road trip in an ice cream truck from New York to Malibu to make his wife. <laughs> Some of the, when he came out for the promotional tour, it was so funny. I remember one of um, one of the journalists interviewed him, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's very, <laughs> he's very nice. How much?" <laughs> but it was done. It, yeah, look, it was done. In, it, it's a great film. I love it. Can I ask you this, uh, Liam? The fight scene, oh, the naked oh, fight yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. Was that real? That is. Yeah, that's all real. That is, I reckon, one of the great sequences, one of the best fight scenes ever put on a film, I reckon. It's like when they spill into the National Mortgage Brokers Conference downstairs and you're just seeing their faces as these two like naked men just fight on stage. It is like, it is so good. Uh, <laughs> Very good. Uh, Liam, uh, now at the time, there was a lot of controversy after it. Oh, okay. First question I'll ask. Was it... Were we gypped to a certain degree? A lot of these people who he appeared to be setting up, do you believe that some of those people were actors? I think I think he had like a nice mix. So I think um, the girl that he ends up falling in love with in Texas, I think she was an actress. But uh, a lot of the people, like there were heaps of, con a lot of people tried to sue the movie afterwards. Like those two 
You know when he gets on the RV with the fraternity uh, brothers? Yeah. They appear the worst in the movie, and they yeah. both tried to sue the producers afterwards for defamation. But it was actually dismissed because every time that he interacted with someone, the producers would always get them to sign something saying they couldn't sue them afterwards. And these guys like, made, made themselves look terrible. But, but I think a lot of it was actually, I think like 80 or 90% of it was real. One of the funniest things about the movie, I think, is how gullible Americans are oh, and yeah. what they'll fall for. Do you think you could film a, a movie like that in Australia? Would we be as gullible as some of the people on that show? I don't think so. I, I think it's a different sort of culture. I think mm. Americans are like constantly trying to sell themselves and act polite. Like There's a great scene where he goes to that, that high society down in the south yeah. and then she, she turns to the camera and is like, oh, I think he would really, uh, he would become Americanized after a while and he's excused himself to go to the toilet and he comes back down with a bag of his own, like, shit. He's oh. trying to, like, offload it. <laughs> but I think, I think Americans, like, are constantly trying to sell themselves and I think Australians would just, like, sort of shy away from even getting on camera. I think at that same dinner, he sits around the table and he said, uh, in my country, your wife, I would make sexy time with her. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, your wife, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> about, I remember when the talking about gullible Americans, The Chaser did that series where they went to America and they showed Australia and Tasmania and said, this is North Korea and South Korea. And the Americans were going, oh my God, I can't believe how, how small South Korea is. <laughs> Liam, is that true? Yeah. How, how was the movie received by the critics? Yeah, I think a lot of people have forgotten like how well it was received when it came out in 2006. Like, you'd be hard pressed to find a bad review. It's got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, everyone was praising Sasha Baron Cohen. It was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Writing, even though most of it was unscripted. So I don't know how that worked. But I think, yeah, like the, the critics received it really well and audiences did as well. Like it was made for 18 million and grossed like over 250. So it was a huge oh, movie when it came out. Smokes. Liam, the, I asked you last night, I said, was there a consideration to do a sequel? You said that, uh, was it Paramount or one of the streaming? They actually yeah. paid for him to do a sequel and it was just horrible? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. When that came a couple of years ago, didn't it? I haven't seen it. Yeah, it came out like uh, 2019, I think. It was. It's not terrible, but it do, like it doesn't work in the same way that the first one does because I think so much of the first one is no one knows who he is, no one mm. knows who Borat is, but like Borat's been out for 13 years before they made the sequel, so a lot of it feels yeah, gotcha. um, not as genuine in ways. Like I think people know who he is and are reacting, sort of playing it up for the camera a bit. But it's still, it's still yeah. not bad, but. What what what's the scene where he's where they where they chase him down the road? You know where he's where he's that's one of the sex scenes, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, are you thinking he's chased school? a lot. He's chased down Times Square by people he's trying to kiss. But uh, I just mean how many times did he actually get naked? Get <laughs> or bashed yeah. while naked. Well the the police were actually called on him ninety two times during production oh, of the wow. film. That's what I was. And the F, there's a great the FBI actually assigned a team to him during the filming because there were numerous reports of quote a Middle Eastern man traveling the Midwest in an ice cream truck. <laughs> so, oh my god! So do you think, think uh, was... do you think this is Sasha Baron Cohen's best character? So he had Ali G. Uh, who yeah. is the Bruno? Bruno, yeah. Bruno. That, was, yeah. that was still pretty funny. But this is probably his most successful because he was Ali G to me before. Yeah, yes. Before Bora. 
Yeah, I, I'm a, I even like um, the dictator that he did after Borat. Mm. I think he's really good in that. But he, and then he, I love all those characters he did. And like recently, he's sort of transitioned into into more dramas. Like he's actually been he's in a Netflix series and he's in Aaron Sorkin's last movie. So he's actually a pretty skilled actor as well. Liam, um, you talked about being sued before with some of the characters in in the movie or some of the people that are in the film that got duped. What about the country of Kazakhstan? I, I do remember there was a lot of controversy there. Though the the government was looking to sue him or after an official yeah. apology. I think yeah, uh, uh, the initial response from Kazakhstan was really negative. But I, think, uh, I, I think as the movie got more popular and like Borat sort of became like a lovable character in pop culture. I think I think there the narrative around it changed in the country. Like obviously it's like. You, you're not surprised why they're offended by it. Like he's not even speaking in that. Like when when he's speaking during the movie, he's not actually speaking native Kazakhstan. Like it, it's a it's made gibberish. up gibberish language that I he's talking. Wonder how he picked Kazakhstan. Did he just yeah. go to a map of Eastern Europe, close his eyes, and point just, to the map? Yeah, <laughs> random, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah Kazakhstan. Because the irony, Kazakhstan. I'm trying to think of the the capital of Astana is the capital of. Isn't it? Yes, it is, Alex. Uh, it is the most one of the most modern cities in the world. Where? In Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Really? Yeah. Astana, you should see it. I don't sound like a wing. I'm going to say all the architecture. But <laughs> no, it uh, is. Oh, it's, right, all, yeah. it's ultra modern. Yes. Score yeah. out of 100, Liam? Oh, I've got to give it a, a 90, I reckon. It's, it's one of the best comedies yeah, I'll go, of recent yeah. memory. I'll go 94. Yeah, I'm bad. Yeah. 92, yeah. in between. I'll go 90. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do, gents. We're going to take a break, and Liam's going to hang around. Next up, we're going to do greatest alter egos in pop culture. Stay with us.